guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Liberty Diner Dish. I'm Ken. I'm Michelle. And we're about to jump right into another episode of Queer as Folk. Let's do it. We are up to episode 209 today. And this one had a little bit of a different structure to yeah. it, a different feel. Uh-huh. But anyway, so maybe it might be best to just take this one like we normally do, scene by scene. Yeah, always, I mean... <laughs> So we start out, and Brian and Justin are, um, well, we see just Brian first, and it's clear that he's dressed in blue light here. Girl, let me just take this one over. <laughs> when the scene opened up, I was I already, when I saw Brian, I was like, ooh, like I already knew what was something up. <laughs> then I saw him like a little wet. I was like, okay, is he in the shower? Why he dripping? What's up? Why he wet like that? And then it pans down, and Brian is doing the dang thing. And I thought it wasn't even Justin. No, well, and but you said an interesting comment there. You said he's not even into it. It's like you were like, he's just doing it to be doing it. He's like not even into it. Yeah. But and I that stuck out to me because what we see as the camera continues to pan out is that Justin is right beside him with his own trick. Yeah, girl. I love this arrangement yeah. they got. Okay? Yes, I do too. But then like they lean over and then they start to make out and they are more into each other than they than are, they with, are the with their own tricks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was a very interesting comment that you made. Well, you yeah. know, you know. I pick up on that. You know, he was just, he wasn't into it. You know, I was like, he's just doing it to be doing it. Yeah, you but know? this is just like their thing and their arrangement and it, and it works for them and yeah, they're there together and... Well, you know I'm always here for it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always here for the bad stuff. I love it. Yeah. Well, when we go over to Babylon, it's just Emmett, Michael, and Ted. And they ask where Brian and Justin are. And Mm -hmm. then they say they're on a date night. They're having a date night. So this is Brian and Justin's date night. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, you know, keep it spicy. (laughs) That is what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, also at Babylon, they've got, uh, I like the nights when they have, like, extra entertainment on the stage. Uh-huh. There's a queen there working it, the Boy, stage. She was killing that stage. <laughs> yeah. She was working. Yeah, but I love those nights when they have, like, extra entertainment there. But anyway, so as they are standing around, Ted is yawning because he is tired. And he is just starting to feel the pressure of business ownership. Like, it's different when you... Run your own business. Yeah, Yeah. that's a whole lot to it. (laughs) He's always on. I mean, he's used to working someone else's business. So, you know, you leave at the age He only did his designated duty, you Mm -hmm. know, but now, like, you have to do all of it. It's all on you, yeah. I mean, he has to hire people. He has to structure the castings, you know. What content are they using? He's got to do the payroll. He's got to do the bills. All of it. All the bills, yeah. Mm -hmm. He is tired, you know. Yeah. (laughs) But it's a good payoff, though. I mean, he's successful. He has... A lot going on. I mean, he has a whole company that's a boom, and Emmett is keeping him afloat. <laughs> yeah, Fetch is doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. bringing in all the bringing all the boys to the yard or to the <laughs> website. Uh, but uh, they tell him that he needs something to keep his attention, something to help him stay awake. And so he looks over and sees this Norse god over there, and he's like, "Yeah, sure, whatever. I'll go try it. I'm too tired to care if I get rejected." Uh, so he goes over, and of, co- of course, the guy's name is Thor. <laughs> I was dead, but he was built like the gods, though. I was like, come through. Yeah, and so Ted gives him his business card. And, you know, Thor knows a successful sugar daddy when he sees one. So he's like, okay, yeah, we can get together. Because he was curving him hard as hell at first, okay? Yeah, then he saw that uh, jerkatwork.com card. He's like, okay, wait a minute. (laughs) He's been trying to swing that hammer, girl. (laughs) Trying to swing that hammer. Yeah. So... Well, uh, so Ted's got some good news. And then Michael looks down, looking over the crowd, and he spots a shirtless Ben getting his shimmy on mm. in the crowd. I'm yeah. telling you, Ben was working it, too, because we, we, we already know that 
Michael don't have any rhythm on the dance floor. <laughs> but Ben was out there getting it, okay? Yeah. And the body is flawless. The boy had abs starting up at his titties. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were just like crazy. Like, oh my God, the man is just, yeah. oh, I love Ben. Ben, ooh. Yeah, he is looking good down there. And Michael is trying to convince himself, you know, or, or he's, we know from last episode, he's already kind of second guessing himself. But Ted is like, oh no, you did the right thing. You made the right decision. You were totally fine. Like, what you did was absolutely 100% right, but I don't think Michael's convinced. No, he should be convinced. He has too many of his friends telling him what the right decision is. Yeah. No, he, he's confused. He doesn't know what he wants. Like, he doesn't. So he needs, needs to take his life in his own control or take his life back, you know, yeah. into his control. And, and make then, his own decisions. And make his own decisions. Yeah. And if he wants Ben, then go down on that dance floor and go get his ass. And stop <laughs> lurking above and just looking. Yeah. Thank God. Well, so that idea follows um, them over to the diner the next morning. He's there with Melanie and Lindsay and Brian is there and they have baby Gus. And that's what he's telling them. Like, I saw Ben and maybe I made a mistake. I listened to everybody else. And, um, you know, maybe I shouldn't have let myself be influenced. And then Melanie says, well, you must have had your own doubts because you you would have just told us to leave you alone, shut up and go away and just done what you wanted to do. And Michael's that person. Well, I feel like he's some ways that person where he can always say, well, no, you told me not to do it. So I didn't do mm-hmm, it. You know, so mm-hmm. he never really has to take full credit or blame yeah. or ownership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the decisions he makes, because he's let Debbie or Brian or Ted or everybody else right. tell him what to do. And so he can hide behind hide behind that. Well, true. But even when she made that statement, he didn't say anything. Yeah. Like, I mean, he couldn't say anything mm-hmm. because oh, Michael, Michael is frustrating when it comes to his relationships. <laughs> yeah, he, he okay. can be. And so he's whining and moping about this missed opportunity with Ben. But then Brian is just like, look, if you want him, go get him. That's what it is. Like, forget what we said. If you want him, go get him. Yeah, that part. But Brian makes it seem so easy. He already he knows does. Michael lives in his head. <laughs> Michael is not going to go just go out and go get him. Period, yeah, you know? no, that's not the that's Michael Brian way. And, no, that's Brian and Justin. That's who do, does things like that. Yeah, know? the Michael way is not to just go do it. Yeah, Mm-mm. definitely not. It's to ask everybody first and then get Brian's approval and then go. You know, <laughs> Or disapproval and then still go. Yeah. Uh, so then we go over to the loft and Claire is there. Well, we see a woman there. She's got kids. Well... That's Brian's sister, Claire, and her two sons. And she is complaining about their mother, like saying, you need to help me deal with her. She drinks drinking more now. It's worse since our dad died. And her kids are terrors. They are breaking stuff at the loft. Like, Yeah, I mean, like, you haven't seen... I we This is the first time we've seen um, them, so you haven't been to the loft. Yeah. Like, don't come over here breaking stuff. Sit your little... Badass, crumb snatching, <laughs> sit in that seat and don't get up. Stop touching everything. Who yeah. told you to run around in here? This ain't the park. This ain't the park. I mean, they're using gym. homophobic slurs, but she never like addresses that. No. She's just like, oh, y'all get on my nerves, but she never like tries to corral her children. Uh-huh. Even if Brian is family, like, still don't let your kids just run them up in yeah. somebody's house. Absolutely not. But it just it shows how that family Really was, yeah. You know? the, and why Brian, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and why Brian had to separate himself from that family, you know? yeah. Well, and Claire is there, and she's saying, "Well, I've been doing all this stuff for her, and I take her to church, and I take her to her, her appointments, and all this stuff." And she tells Brian, "Well, you got off scot free," and I'm like, "Um, Brian is emotionally traumatized. He yes. did not get off scot free. He didn't. And anytime he saw your dad, he had his hand out, like he already was right. expecting bread. Yeah, to come. You, Claire, you don't have a clue of all the bills that Brian has paid for your parents over the years. Not one clue. Period. Anyway, she's just tired of dealing with with Joan Kenny. So 
she tells him, like, you need to help or else. Yeah, or, or else what? It's all you by myself. I'm not going over there. It's yeah. going to be all you or all her. I'm yeah. not going. Look, she better go find her retirement community. That part, okay. Yeah. Girl, you got me about messed up. Over at Ted's studio, which kind of looks like a sweatshop. <laughs> Just a little bit. There's a lot of sweating going on in there. It sure is. Um, so Ted is supposed to be meeting with Thor later on this evening, but he is uh, too tired. He's falling asleep at his desk over there. <laughs> <laughs> and so Emmett is trying to help out his friend, and he's like, oh, here, digs into his bag and gives him some Viagra. He tells him that it'll be good for a few, a couple hours, few hours. No, you know, we all know Ted is no good with drugs. I know. Okay? <laughs> well, he even says, like, I don't really know about that. Yeah, like, no, no, no. That's a negative. I mean, we should never offer him any type In, of um, I mean, not even Tylenol. Yeah, no. No, nothing over the counter. Nothing, okay? <laughs> it's Ted we're dealing with. Never. Yeah. Um. But so he's going to try it because here's this hot guy who said yes. And he's like, okay, fine. If it'll help me get through the night. But should he even should he even follow through with Thor, though? He was curving him until he found out who he was. Like, yeah. I mean, come But, on. I mean, I guess it's that whole thing of, okay, no matter how you got chose, you got chose. So Still. I, I would not want that, but I, I don't know. I don't want that. It, also, you know I love Ted. I just don't want to see him go through I that. Know. Like, yeah. God, I don't mm-hmm. want to see him go through that. You know your self-worth, Ted. That's okay? right. Gosh. You are beautiful, Ted. You are. You have beautiful eyes. <laughs> now, go on. Okay. Let me go on. Um, so we find Michael, and he is stalking Ben's apartment. He's been walking around the block try- waiting for Ben to get home because Ben shows up, and Michael's like, oh, fancy seeing you here. He's like, no, not really. I live here. Exactly. <laughs> and I love that Ben is not for the games, you mm-hmm. know? Like, he's not. Like, if just he's like, in- come out straight. Come yeah. on out with it. Whatever you- Exactly. Yeah. Like, why are you in my building? Like, you've already curved me. You shut me down already. I was trying to give you my heart. I was letting you in. You shut me down because of, you know, whatever reasons you gave me, mm-hmm. you know? And now you're coming back to me for what? Like, yeah, why- what are we good doing seeing here? You. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want my heart broken. Thank mm-hmm. you. Well, Ben does invite him up and, uh, Michael sees a Buddha there and Ben tells him, oh, you're supposed to rub his belly for good luck. So Michael is like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. about to give himself calluses rubbing it. For real. Um, And he tells Ben, I think I may have overreacted. I listened to some other people when I should have lis- listened to myself. And part of me is like, good on you for admitting that. But the other thing is like, Michael, you're 30. That's not a valid <laughs> excuse anymore. <laughs> it's not. You learn that at, at 15. Yeah. Okay, like stop. And if that, you didn't learn it at 15, then you got it at 22 when you graduated college. <laughs> like, stop, boy. You know? Yeah. Like, get out of here. But, um, yeah. So, Ben's like, okay, you know, thank you. I appreciate that. And so, Michael leans in to try to kiss him. And Ben curves him. Because he says, I can't take that chance. You no. Know? Um, he needs to guard his heart. Yeah. He was given. I mean, this man was so sweet to Michael. He was. I mean, and he, he was, was very, up front. Up front. Very open. Mm-hmm. Very open. And he was building Michael up. You know, we haven't seen anybody Michael has dealt with have never really, like, built him up. Mm-hmm. They always just used him as a tag along. Right. And this, truly saw him as Michael yeah. and encouraged that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, I mean, no, he needs to be guarded. That little sloppy little ass kiss you're fixing to give is not going <laughs> to fix it all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, next, show me that you want me. Yeah. Well, another thing is, like. If you were so swayed by them then, how do I know that's not going to happen again? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just you and me here. But when they're all around, if they get to saying something else, how do I know it's not going to happen again? Exactly. So I totally understand Ben being hesitant yeah. and being like, mm, thanks, but no thanks. Absolutely. Me too. I agree. Yeah. 
Uh, so we see Ted, and he is worried about his medicine kicking in too early. Um, he's on the phone with Emmett, <laughs> and uh, he's like, "Okay, I already took it, but now when's it gonna when's it gonna happen? <laughs> because it's gonna be here soon." And as he's on the phone with Emmett, you know, Emmett tells him, "Well, there are no hard and firm rules about <laughs> hard and firm. Love the word, the word about play. how Viagra works." Um, but then Thor calls and tells Michael that his dog is sick, so he won't be able to show up for their little appointment mm. tonight after all. Oh, poor Ted. He always get well, not this time. It wasn't the short end of the stick. <laughs> the <laughs> he had long, too much stick. Long end yeah, of the stick. Uh, yeah. The just the timing of the whole yeah. stick situation was wrong because right as he hung up with Thor is when things started to happen. <laughs> it got real thick over there. Girl. Yeah. Um, but Emmett tells him that he's sure he can figure out something. <laughs> they got a way to work with that. I mean, for one, I would have never taken it in the first place. Emmett told him it was going to last a few hours. What do you need that hard on for <laughs> for a few hours? Like, no, maybe, maybe I'm lazy then. Okay. Like, I don't know. But <laughs> a few hours. No, I mean, that I, does seem like quite a commitment. Yeah, man, an hour tops. Okay. <laughs> Hell, really 30 minutes, but you know, you know, but. Anyway, a few hours. He should have yeah. took a half. That's a, that's a, quite a commitment, yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, so, Brian did listen to his sister, which Brian typically does. You know, he'll put up a fight, but then he'll, most of the time, unless it's completely ridiculous, most of the time, he'll listen to what someone is requesting of him or asking right. him to do. And this is his mom that was his sister, and so even through it all, you know, he's going to listen. So he shows up. To uh, see his mom, and there's it's kind of interesting because there's like rap music playing lowly in the background. It's very interesting <laughs> with this scene well, you know, with Joan, Joan. You know, Joan, she got a little thug in her though. You know, she looks. Well, sandwich. I was trying to look and see did Brian put it on this station or is that just like background music or did he select that? But you know, I'll have to watch it again to see what happened there. But anyway, I just noticed that and it was kind of interesting to me that that's what was there. Anyway, so Brian showed up and he brought her flowers. And then she's like, well, when was the last time you hear you were here? She's like, oh, yeah, you brought me flowers then, too. It was the same ones. And she's like, it's just very interesting. Because she's yep. not appreciative of what he does. Mm-mm. And he's he's shown up and he's trying something. Who knows, like, how much he means it or whatever. I think in right. some ways he really does. But she, even the small gesture that he can pull himself together to do for her, she doesn't really appreciate right. it or see it as that. What I like to do is um, think of backstories. You know, after yeah. meeting Jack, I made my own backstory up with Brian and his family. You okay. know, so just watching this scene here, you can see him kind of, you know, reverting back to like, you know, a teenager, I guess you could say. He was a little combative with her, although he was there. Like you said, like he came and he loved his mom. I mean, that is his mother, but he only can give her so much because they really didn't give him anything. You right. know, like they were just terrible parents towards him. So. I mean, he can only do so much. And also, he probably doesn't want to put himself out there so much to be hurt. He already knows right. what happens when he goes he's home. He's like, I'm not going to be hoping for some like happy, oh, my right. son is here. It's never going to happen. That's not his right. parents. He's, mm-hmm. He doesn't have that type of family, you know. So he has to stay guarded. Mm-hmm. He has to be like on the defense and ready to rumble, you know, any if anything pops off. So, I mean, I, I understand yeah, why it's he just, acts Yeah, that way. it's just the whole, the whole dynamic is weird. Mm-hmm. But uh, she is kicking back her communion early. <laughs> She's got her a glass of wine or something already going. Girl. And through the conversation, you find that he, she's on her way to, to mass. And so 
and she's going to the noon service. So it's like morning, and she is already three sheets to the wind. Yeah, for real. Well, we just going to talk about it. That must have been the spirit. Like when Jesus touched that, that water and turned it to wine, we're going to say. No, she knew what... exactly what she was pouring in that cup. <laughs> right. She, I said, she's going to be a little saucy when she gets there, okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah. She was already stumbling. Like, how many did you have, girl? Yeah, just stumbling to a chair, just like. Yeah, and she's like, I don't need you. I've been fine all this time by myself. And it's just like, Joan, you are a piece of work. You are. Like, you are a piece of work. But we have to think, though, maybe it was Jack who abused her, you know, mentally. Yeah, it's, you yeah. Know, and making her lash out as well, you know, well, like hurt people hurt people. Exactly. Know? That's exactly what it is. And so that's what I think it is. It's just this, like, toxic ball, this, like, cyclical thing where... Because of the way he is, that makes her the way she is. But mm-hmm. then the way that she is makes him continue it, to be the way he is. Yeah. And so it's just like this awful, all, yeah, it's just one of those toxic so, loop that they are stuck in. you have to break that cycle. And the problem was they have two kids that were involved in that toxic loop also. And so even though they had no control, no say in how their parents were reacting, they were wrapped up in that crap yep. for... You know, until they graduated. Yeah, until they got out of that house. Well, period. even st- even after that, in some ways, like we talked about earlier, Brian was still having to give money to his dad. Yeah, and then, mm-hmm. yeah, so, yeah. Ugh, the Kenny home is just, ugh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and hell, neither one of them really want to be with the parents. Yeah. She's coming over to my house, over to Brian's house. I mean, complaining, like, listen, I can't do it no more. This is you. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, Claire, I've done my yeah, part. Uh-huh. Like, no. Like, uh-uh. I'm mm-hmm. done. It's all you. It's your turn. I mean, nobody wants to deal with them. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. So, mm-mm. Ugh. Don't go to the Kenny house. Yeah. <laughs> don't go over Ixnay there. on the Kenny. Yeah, it's awful. But uh, anyway, um, then we see Ben, and he is out playing a pickup game of basketball, and Michael is even there cheering on the sidelines. Well, I love that Michael showed up. I mean, mm-hmm. he's actually showing Ben, like, hey, I said I'm going to be here. I'm going to show to you that I want you. Yeah. I'm going to do that. But I wouldn't want Michael around my homeboys. You know, like, he looks a little <laughs> embarrassing. He's yeah. dressed like a little nerd and everything, which sometimes is cute, but not on the not basketball all the court. Time, yeah. and, and Ben, Ben is down. You know what I'm saying? Like he out there with out there and hooping. He called. Mm. He's the next to Larry Bird. The boy was hitting threes and stealing and pass. I was like, okay, come through. Yeah, you know what I love about this scene is that um, you know, he is out there with these like tough guys and they're playing this very um physical sport, you know, yeah. what basketball is. But it's when, not that typical gay, is it? Well, no, it's not that it's... Uh, right. Well, no, what I love is that... So when Michael says, hey, I'm not leaving until you agree to go on a date with me, I saw you and you were like, oh my Ooh, gosh, I they're going to find out Ben is gay. Yeah. And this is going to turn into like an awful bashing. But I love that it didn't go that it route. It didn't. They you know? were just cool with it. Yeah, they heard what Michael was saying and they're like, look, dude, go on the date with him. <laughs> yeah, go on the date so we can get this ball back. Yeah. You know what I'm like, hurry but, up. So yeah. I do love that they showed that. Because like, we're so used to seeing it the other way on TV where... Right. That would have turned into exactly. a situation where Michael and Ben would have been attacked. But I'm I'm just as a side note. True. I'm so glad that it didn't go. And the what I appreciated from that scene was because two things happened in that. For one, we saw that he was playing a physical sport. He out there with those tough looking guys, you know, and he is gay, you know. So mm-hmm. he was out there. He was he doesn't fall into that typical gay, you know. As right. in he he wasn't prissy. He didn't mind sweating. Mm-hmm. He was playing a physical contact sport. Um, right, because we haven't seen any of the other guys no, we do anything like that. No, mm-hmm. they barely work out at the gym, you know? <laughs> I they, mean, Brian gets in a good workout, yeah. but only so he can look good exactly. naked. And he doesn't even do... The rest of them, I mean, are just there. Right, just there to look through the <laughs> locker room. Yeah. I mean, probably why I would have been there, too. But um, <laughs> they don't really do anything physical, you know? Mm-hmm. And then uh, in that same scene, Michael had the ball or something. I can't remember, but 
Michael's like, well, I'm queer. And he was like, I don't know if you know this, but I'm queer too. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. He has broken down like, hey, just because you're gay doesn't mean you don't have to know about sports. You don't know about other things, you know, right. or any of this. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, yeah. So, I, yeah, like they dealt with walks. several things mm-hmm. in that little scene, which was the focus of that scene was supposed to be Michael continuing to pursue Ben. But there were so many other little subtle things that they dealt with in that scene as well. But anyway, so it works. Uh, Michael pressures him into agreeing to... Um, to a date with him. Uh, so then we see Brian and his mom, and Brian does take her to church, and I'm glad he did because ain't no way she was fit to drive herself there. No. Um, I and- said, girl, she gonna have a wreck. I don't want his mama to die. <laughs> yeah, you're like, like I, I, don't, I don't like him. I don't want her to die, though. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> I didn't want her to go. Yeah. So she goes in, and she sits down, and she tells him, like, how much she loves being there because for her, it's a place where she feels peace well for brian this is a place where he feels judged and condemned Mm -hmm. and so it's just interesting to think of that dynamic while while they are um while they are there and she's talking to brian and she tells him about their new minister and she's like oh he's amazing and so she's just totally smitten with him and she says He's been like a son to me. I'm like, girl, if you don't quit when your real yeah, son is sitting next right to here. So disrespectful, but they yeah. always do that. He's jazzed. I mean, yeah. you see where Brian gets it from. Yeah, that's why he's so quick with it because, I mean. <laughs> yeah, now his isn't, doesn't have as much hate nah. behind it, mm-hmm. but uh, you see where he gets those little quicks from. He had to learn how to bob and weave because, mm-hmm. I mean, Jack and Joan. <laughs> they boy, vicious yeah, with it. Yeah, for real. They're the standing champs, okay? The reigning champs. <laughs> yeah. And so this Reverend Tom Butterfield, who she's been talking about, finally comes in to start mass or service. And service. <laughs> and uh Brian looks up and he recognizes that face. And we do too, because he was on his hands and knees in the very beginning in that blue light at the bath. He was the one in the <laughs> blue light that Brian really wasn't even interested in, okay? Yeah. It's the blue light, okay? The church just got interested. It sure did. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. But that's when Brian Little Light lit up. His eyes his yeah. eyes lit up like, oh really? Oh, he's like a son to you, huh? Yeah, well, so I think that he's thinking, okay, you know, he knows something about this guy, but also thinking about his mom, like, you you love him so much. He's so great, but mm-hmm. if you he's knew what I know all about of you guys. him. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he's fooling all of y'all. Yeah, so things got real interesting around there. <laughs> I was dead. My mouth just dropped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, dropped. I, I'm still dead. <laughs> still crazy uh so ted wakes up and he uh has a visitor that refuses to leave well <laughs> that visitor could definitely stay a little while <laughs> that visitor was nice yeah so uh we leave that scene with him just screaming like oh my gosh this is still happening God. um but <laughs> back at the church service joan and brian are leaving and they and um reverend butterfield is there to you know, see everyone off to tell them all bye. Thank them for coming or whatever. And Joan goes over and Brian is like, got his back turned. He's trying to hide. You know? Yeah. <laughs> kind of, not because Brian's embarrassed, but I think just like, oh gosh, you know. Here he goes. Uh, and then, but Joan, she's like, oh, I want you to meet my son. He came to church with me. So Brian turns, turns around. around and uh, yeah, <laughs> he was like, that was, Brian tells him, that was a good service. And yes. before he can thank you, thank you, he says, I'm in at the baths. I was dead. You know, Brian, that's that Joan in him. Yeah. Okay. That's that Joan in him. Yeah. But you know, Brian loves pulling people's um, um, coattails. I yeah. mean, he does. Mm-hmm. Because he has them by the balls now. Like, mm-hmm. you're standing, I'm in front of your church. 
And all of your, what do you call them? Your parishioners or okay. your church members. Or, yeah. Brian has them by the balls now. Yeah. Okay. He's standing right in front of his church and he got all the parishioners standing there, you know, and he can play around. I mean, Butterfield really couldn't do nothing. He couldn't say anything. His whole face looks like he's seen a ghost. It's yeah. shocked. It's because done. Because he's like, oh, is he going to say something? Is this something? over? Like, yeah. His career would be finished. He'll mm-hmm. be done. I mean, come on now. You and you. There are some denominations that allow for uh, homosexual uh, clergy members, but it's clear that this one does not. No, it does not. Yeah. But my thing is, like, it'd be different if you were, like, gay and you had, like, a husband or something, a relationship, because back then you couldn't be married, but a relationship. But you are here in the whole bath. Right. You know exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not like I saw you out at dinner yeah. with your, or or even on the man-to-man or the yeah, Adam and Steve website, yeah. and you're trying to just, I'm looking for a life no. partner. Like, no, nah, you were straight you up were, in the bath. There's only one reason you come to the bath. One reason you go there, okay? Yeah. So, so I mean, don't even play me. Yeah, Butterfield. All. Period. Okay. <laughs> Butter something. Okay. Yeah. Better not um, lie. <laughs> but he asks Brian, he says, well, um, can you keep this between the two of us? And Brian tells him, my mom doesn't even know that I'm gay. And I think sometimes people might forget that. But, you know, because we've been watching, we are aware of that. Right. Uh, but, yeah, at this point, his mom doesn't even know. He's not out to his mom. She Mm-mm. doesn't even know. Well, he was going to tell gay. her, but Jack told him not to tell her. You yeah. Know, so. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't even know that he would have, you know, because the only reason he told his dad was because his dad was dying, and the dad was like, well, make sure you don't tell your mom, but I don't even know that he would have told her, maybe because he knows what she would think about it anyway, or I think there are a lot of, maybe. A lot of things to that. You're right, you're we'll right. We'll get to right. explore that later. Mm-hmm. So we see some members of the gang at brunch at Melanie and Lindsay's house, and it's Emmett, Justin, Brian, and then Melanie and Lindsay, of course, and uh, Ted gets a, Ted calls Emmett, Emmett's sitting in there and gets a phone call from Ted and he's like, I need. I'm at Melanie and Lindsay's house. I'm at the front door. I need you to come to the door alone. But their friend group is just like my friends. Nosy. And so they well, all no, come. They to don't the even door. have to be nosy. <laughs> Emmett's talking so damn loud. That's true. The whole block heard him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The front porch. What yeah. are you doing? What's there? going on? Yeah. You're here. Okay, I'm coming. Yeah. No, we're all coming. Why? Yeah. Why he didn't ring the doorbell? Why is he yeah. calling? So mm-hmm. I would have come too. I would have definitely came to the door. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, and so he's still trying to whisper to Emmett, who is no help. I had a friend who was like, this, like, yeah, no help. We're trying to whisper a secret. And it's not even cold outside. Did you see how layered up he was? Yes, he, he was. was. Trying to, he was trying to hide yeah, that, that trench big old coat. thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 trench coat, coveralls, and a real outfit. <laughs> I was like, and it was still coming through. Yeah. Ted needs to be put, getting on his own website. <laughs> okay, because baby. Yeah. Okay, you got them. Ooh, um, wait. But uh, so he tells them that he took the Viagra and is still, you know, still can't get it to go down. And Justin tells Brian, well, you know, maybe you should take some. You know, our, <laughs> our sex life just hasn't been the same. It's not what it used to be. <laughs> he says, yeah, we're down like four times a day. <laughs> okay. I'm just, again, they'd be doing some marathon and stuff. Period. Like four times. Well, Justin is 18. And I guess Brian has the stamina of an 18-year-old, too. Well, so. I mean, he got to keep up. You know, he got to keep the 18-year-old happy. Yeah, that's right. You saw happy. him at the gym last episode. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you got to get to it, okay? Yeah, he got to pump iron, you know, down Viagra, whatever he's got to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mr. Kenny. Yeah. So... Over at the loft, Justin is paying for that suggestion. He sure is. They have been at it for um, a while, is uh, the impression we get. He's paying what he owe. 
Okay. <laughs> he paying what he weigh. Yeah. Got the little leg up and everything. Every time I see this kind of scene with the two of them, just like thinking about it from an actor's standpoint, I was like, oh my gosh. Girl, they better <laughs> had a payday. For real. Like, I, it's just too damn real. Yeah. I really feel like Gail and Randy are a whole couple in real life <laughs> out here in these streets and they just lying to us. You know, yeah. they're hiding it because they didn't want. The Hollywood and their and their business, like yeah. that. Because that chemistry, that chemistry is just too freaking good. Uh, but we know that they're just just acting. I but, know they're just acting, but, but yes, it was amazing. But that chemistry is amazing, and just we've said it before, but just the physical comfort that they have with each other to yeah. trust your co-star like that, and to just you know be uninhibited with them, and just like okay, we're gonna sell this scene, we're gonna sell these characters and these stories because it's that important to us, like. Man, that's some devotion. True. Every time those two are together, I'm always in a trance. It's mm-hmm. For real, I am. In, it doesn't matter if they're having sex or not, or they're just having right. a conversation. Even just the conversation, yeah. the chemistry is it's just so, off the chart. It is. It's off so the natural, chart. and it's I think natural. that's one of the things that people love, or at least I can speak for myself, even that I love so much about this show is how real it seems. Like I believe every single one of them in their roles. You exactly. know, I believe the friendships. I believe specifically this relationship with Brian and Justin. Like. It is so real, and I think mm-hmm. that is one of the reasons why 20 years later, people it's continue there, to talk it about it, because time, it felt yeah. so mm-hmm. freaking real. Absolutely. Okay, let me get back into the <laughs> <laughs> necessary detour, but let us yes. get back into the uh, episode here. Uh, so, yeah, like we said, they are going at it uh, due to this uh, Viagra, and there's a knock at the door. And Brian gets up to go open it. I'm surprised he did, but, you know, the loft door is always unlocked. People just walk up in there anyway. I was surprised somebody just didn't open it. Like, this man never yeah, locks his door. Yeah, Lindsay with Gus coming in. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Guys, we're here. Brian, we need money for groceries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't do my girl, okay? I was just, like, it's just comedy. <laughs> Or it could be Michael bur- busting up in there like, oh, I need help with being. You know, exactly. Just, or Debbie, like, anybody. But anyway. It's not. It's none of those people. It is actually Joan, Brian's mom, has shown up, and Brian opens the door kind of like halfway because he still got his Viagra situation going yep. up. So, so. Girl, I was because at first we don't even even if he even has pants on. I was like, girl, I know he didn't open his door. It's his mama, and he butt naked with, with a chocolate chocolate chip cake. Yeah, I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, like shut the door, go grab some pants, yeah, and come back because he dripping sweat. You know, they'd be having mm-hmm. those hot sessions. And... It was a very hot and yeah. steamy session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he was so covered that... in a little, he a thin dripping. layer of sheen. Yes. Yeah, just a little bit of sheen. I love that. So he lets her in kind of reluctantly, but she's like, oh, I brought your favorite cake. And da-da-da. she knows all the buttons to push. And this right. is his mom, like mm-hmm. we said. Despite it all, this is his mom. So he lets her in, but, you know, he's doing some, like, strategic turning and placing of the hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> To keep her from seeing what she don't need to see. <laughs> so she bakes his favorite cake. And um, she's telling him, you know, I get so lonely at the house now that your father's gone. And she's telling him, you know, I do this and I do that. I mean, I feel like it's just complicated with her because some of this loneliness is likely valid. But there's also just like a little hint of guilt tripping with her, I feel like, you know? Uh, no, I didn't feel that. I know okay. you said that before. But I'm not I'm not discrediting no, no, I'm not no, discrediting I, you at all. I like when we can have discussion yeah. like this. It helps us dig out what's going on. I think she missed him. You know, like 
She hadn't seen him in forever. And when she saw him, she literally, he said, I saw you on Christmas. So we know that was already, I think she said, oh yeah, six months ago mm-hmm. on Christmas. Oh, you came for an hour. He stayed with her an hour, you know? And so who knows when was the last time she saw him before then, you know? Yeah. So I think that she really missed him. Like she said before, the phone does not ring. She doesn't have any friends. Yeah. You know, like she she only goes to church and drinks. So that them going to church together was something that she loves to do. And she did it with her own child, you know? And um, I think that she missed him. She thought that maybe she could rekindle uh, some type of relationship, you know? Yeah. I mean, yes, I think it's some guilt trip in there as well, too. But I really think it was coming. Originally, it came from Loving Place. We at all to see. Um, we're on season two now. We have never. We saw Jack um, Jack come to the loft twice. Yeah. You know, we never saw Joan come to the loft right. at all, period. Yeah, I think it's. And maybe she's complex and complicated, too, because I definitely feel like she's a bit of an emotional manipulator. Because what we have heard of her, and even what we saw of her, she is a little bit cold and disinterested yeah. toward Brian and the rest of her family. And with her, we really have to gather all the bits and pieces that we've received of her up until now, you know? You also got to take into account she's an alcoholic. Right. She's an alcoholic. That's been going on mm-hmm. because Michael was like growing up. was like, oh, I remember, remember that episode yeah, after, uh-huh. before the funeral. He's like, I remember why I didn't like coming here because she was so dismissive and rude yep. toward him. And so we see for her, yes, she did have this bad relationship with Jack. And if she's Catholic, then there are some Catholics who do not condone or believe in divorce. And so she was just like stuck in that Mm -hmm. situation, had no escape. And so she turned to this religion and I respect people's beliefs, you know, Um, that's not, I'm not attacking that at all, but I think. She abandoned her family in favor of this religion, and so she used it as a weapon against them. Right, and so I think that's probably a large part of the reason why, why Brian standoffish. Yes, yeah, so the much of an issue mm-hmm. with uh, with it, you know. Mm-hmm. And yes, there are some crackpot Christians who say some very out of line, inappropriate things. But I think a lot of it can in my own home. My mother beat me over the head with religion because it was her thing. Right, it was her release the alcohol and the religion yeah. was her release. And I think that's why he has a complicated relationship with it. I but yeah, so that's why agree. I think that even if there was some, yes, I'm alone. It's like, yeah, but you kind of are living in the bed that you made. Joan. Yeah, true, true, true. But yeah, but again, there's, yeah, the, but is valid. That is his mother. And you know, she is going through a tough time. Not trying to say she's not difficult. We all know someone in our family that's difficult, but we love them. And, you know, even if you don't want to spend every day with them when they're going through it, you have to be there for them, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like she really is trying to rekindle something. She didn't yeah. have to come over there. He, if, if he would have never showed up to her house to take her to church, she would have never been there. But yeah, the fact not. that Yeah, the fact that he he did show up and she was so happy, you know, mm-hmm. that, that he actually came and then went to church and she was happy to introduce him. I told him all about you and how successful you were, yeah. you know? Not trying to say she should have led with that at all. She, right. probably, she shouldn't even have to, she probably shouldn't even said that. You don't have to build me up with my success, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I speak for myself. But, yeah, I think, I really think that she, yeah, it was coming from a, a semi-good place. In some ways, could be. But also, it's just like, this is something that happens with some parents who are um, emotionally immature and who have other issues. Like, she just wants to jump back into it. It's like, Joan, we got 30 years to of work. dysfunction mm-hmm. that we need to work through before mm-hmm. you can just show up with a chocolate chocolate chip cake and think that everything's cool and all right. Like It was similar to what... Um, Ben did to Michael. Michael showed mm-hmm. up, thought, oh, I want to make this work. I'm going to give you a kiss. Nope. It's like, Pause. no, we yeah. got things to, yeah. Yeah, we got things to sort out. <laughs> right. So let's sort these first. Right. And, and so I feel like what she's expecting is kind of unrealistic yeah. at this time, even if it's from a good place. 
it's inconsiderate of what Brian had to go through, mm-hmm. you know? And so. she never once asked him about, you know, why he is standoffish or right. why it doesn't, why, why, why don't you he, show up? Yeah. Is there something that I did that keeps yeah. you from the house? Or, she, yeah. she never once. Or never acknowledges. Uh-huh. Okay, I realized it was like this for you growing up, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll have more on Joan in a minute. Because Justin says, uh, Brian, are you coming back? And so he didn't hear a response. So he comes looking for Brian. And uh, there's a little something up with his walk there. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was so real right there. No, that walk. That was that Viagra. Okay. Yeah. It was, it was a little stiffer than usual. Yeah. That, yeah. The sessions were okay. affecting his gait a little bit. Yeah, baby. His so, equilibrium was off, baby. Yeah, he was a little wobbly. So he comes in and he's also covered in a thin layer of sheen. Yeah. <laughs> and so. And so uh, <laughs> Joan is kind of, Joan ain't no dummy, and so nah. she puts two and two together. <laughs> and she um, turns around, she clutches her pearls. <laughs> you know, yeah. She clutches the pearls, and she dips. Okay, well, she be Well, before right that, Brian says, you know, Mom, this is Justin. Justin, this is my mom. And so basically, that is when Brian is outed to, yeah. to his mom. Um, yeah, it's kind of in that scene, and Justin's just kind of like, it's awkward for him, and so he's just like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> Very awkward. Yeah. Because he knows that Brian's parents, or at least his mom doesn't know that uh, right. that he's out, but it's like, well, cat's out the bag yeah, right now. now. So, yeah. Uh, so she leaves and Brian goes after her and um, Joan's like, you know, I hope you know it's a sin. Thank God your father didn't know. And Brian says, well, he did. I told him before he died. And then she says, what about your sister? And the look on Brian's face is like, like, duh, everybody she, she knows. She knows, yeah. yeah, whether she put it together or, found, or he told her or whatever. It's clear yeah, that Claire knows, knows, too. And so she's that kind of upset that everybody knew but her. And um, then that's when she tells him, you know, it's a sin or whatever. And then, uh, But you can tell that he, even though it's complicated, he still is still his mom and he still wants her approval. Not that he wants her to approve him being gay. And I don't think he cares about that, but... He wants her approval as his as his yeah. son, you know, and that and that's actually a very real thing. Like you see that with with kids who grew up with parents who were abusive, or they were addicts, or they just abandoned them. They still want their parent to be their parent and to love them. And so, I don't, Brian's not exempt from that. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, but he holds his ground. He doesn't let yeah. her just say what she has to say because she's rude in that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, like she's she's very rude. Yeah. You're going to hell, and she just leaves, and mm-hmm. he's like, you're not even gonna. First, she won't even talk to me. He's like, you're not gonna, you're gonna talk to me, you know? right? And you see that, you know, you talked about him going back, reverting to like a teenager mm-hmm. in that scene in her house. But even here, he he has a thing where he's like fiddling with the, you know, the little the lock on the door, and just his just, facial expression is yeah. not the normal strength that mm-hmm. he normally has. Mm-hmm. It's it's little. It's, it's not the yeah. I'm queer. Yeah, get over it. It's none of your business. What I do, you right? Know, it wasn't that at all. It was yeah. Yeah, it was just it was a different version of him. And we see him act like like we saw that with Jack, and so clearly it's Jack and Joan yeah. who can revert him back to that mm-hmm. that child and, Brian. And, you know they say, and I'm gonna say this wrong. I'm gonna quote it all wrong. I wish I could. <laughs> I should, it just came to me says so I got it all messed up. But you know, whatever age you were when the emotional trauma occurred, you you revert back to that age. You know when when you're triggered or whatever. And so right. that's definitely what we see what we see in in Brian. Um, mm-hmm. But she leaves in a huff. Um, and uh, then we see Ted has gone to the doctor about his condition because <laughs> it has not waned. <laughs> Literally. 
Oh, Ted. Yeah, poor, poor Ted. Ted. Yeah, mm. and I love all the puns that they're using yes. and this little screen that they have. <laughs> yeah, the screen showed everything, okay? The silhouette challenge. Yeah. That's what it was. I loved it. Yeah. I was here for it. Oh, Ted. Yeah, Working with a monster. Ted. So he's got to take some decongestants to try to deal with his issue there. Um, I would have just been going on an effing spree. I don't know like, why he didn't go to the baths or yeah, something. Yeah, I would have took advantage of that. Because, I mean, like, you're ready. <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> I was, yeah, he wasn't using it right. He was stressing over it. I yeah, mean, Yeah, I think if any, well, say for Michael, if any of the other guys would have had that problem, they'd be like, okay, cool, no problem. I, got, I mean, look how Brian handled it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. It is a little interesting that Brian goes just chooses to go back to the loft with Justin, yeah. Instead of because he could have gone to the back room or the bath yeah. earlier in the day, but I mean, I'm guess there's some there's some bookstore or something open. Yeah, at this time. I mean, he could have done anything he wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anywho, so then over at Woody's, it's a karaoke night, and there's a guy there doing a terrible, pitiful rendition. Bless his lovely heart, girl. <laughs> I mean, and you know I love to sing, but I can't sing, okay? <laughs> yeah. This man was worse than me. Yeah, bless him. But it was for <laughs> the love of his life, his hot stuff, so. <laughs> Girl, that was more cold stuff. When he was hitting <laughs> was those wrong notes. Luke, at least lukewarm. Lukewarm, because yeah. he was hitting all the wrong notes. Yeah. It's like the cow pulling his foot out of the mud. It was, <laughs> It's a mess, a wounded moose. Yeah, so Ted is still there with his predicament, and uh, Justin tells him, well, you know, you should get Joan to come help you. She helped Brian with his. I got his to go down. That part. And so, because Brian was probably telling them about Joan showing up and what happened, um, because Michael makes some comment, you know, she'll come around. And Brian's still a little bit just, I don't want to say salty, because that makes it sound trivial, but he's still... You know, a little upset in some ways about um, about his mom and how she's acting, especially knowing what he knows about the Reverend, who his mom thinks is just like the best thing walking the earth. Um, and he says, yeah, but she loves and trusts the Reverend. And you see just kind of in the, you barely see it, Justin kind of reaches over and pats Brian's shoulder because, again, he's not going to say, oh, Brian, it's okay. Like, he knows mm-hmm. better to do that now. But he knows that this means more to Brian than he's letting on. Like, Brian right. pretends, oh, I don't care. It's whatever. You know, I don't mind, but Justin, Justin knows that that's not true. Justin reads between the lines. Yeah, he yeah. knows that that's not true. Exactly. And, um, I mean, it's possible they even had some conversation about it after Joan left um, left the loft, you know, because Justin was still there with him. And we know Justin, he going to ask. Yeah, no, Justin's <laughs> going to get a little MacGyver. He, yeah. He's going to get to the bottom of it. He is going to ask. Yeah. Whether or not Brian's going to answer, but Justin is going to ask. And so, but just that little, and we've seen this before, just that little show of support in that, like, Hey, I know it's a big. I know we're in front of our friends, and <laughs> you're mm-hmm. not gonna really dive into this, but just like, yeah, so true. But um, I hate that he has to deal with that, though. Yeah, you know, like I mean, it's just a shitty situation. It is. I mean, he was doing so well. He always does really well until his parents come into his mm-hmm, life, mm-hmm. you know, or just anybody who pulls him back into that. Yeah, you know, all this progress that he's making, and he's fine how he is. But I do think that he is. Uh, almost like a, you know, almost like a flower, or whatever. It it's kind of all encompassing, but it starts to bloom, you know. And so I feel like that's where Brian is. Yeah. But then, like, yeah, when he's around his parents or whoever, and they just kind of, yeah, 
And then the comparison of like, oh, he's like a son to me and he's this, 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 and this, and that. Like, girl, that's hurtful. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, Lindsay's mom last episode saying, oh, I'll be a grandma. You are already a grandma. grandma. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's hurtful. So, yeah, I mean, he has a reason to be upset. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad he's not showing it, you know? Like, he's not really showing that he's bothered. And he's not, yeah, and he's not going to show her and he's not going to show them, but he feels it. We see it. And And, I know that Justin Justin knows. knows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but Ben arrives, and we find out that Michael invited him as his date. And at first, Ben walks in, and uh, Michael's like, okay, the guys are over here. Come sit with us. And Ben's like, wait a minute. I thought you wanted us to get together. And he's like, yeah, come on. I want you to meet all my friends. Now, Ben already knows what the friends think about him because mm-hmm. Michael, even if he didn't know from previous episodes, in this one, Michael said, I listened to my friends. They told me not to go out right. with you. And then now he's like, come sit with me and my friends. And if I'm being, I'm like, I'm not playing these games. Right. But I I see it as Michael like, hey, I'm making a conscious decision to bring you. I want you to meet my friends. Yeah. I'm not going to let my friends disrespect you. And I'm going to put my foot down. You know, if I was embarrassed of you, if I didn't want to be with you, I would never brought you here. You Mm -hmm. know? So the fact that they told me not to be with you and then I brought you here anyway. Yeah. It's making me making my statement like, hey. This is what I want. This is who I'm going to be with. Yeah, no, I totally get why where Michael will be coming from. Yeah, thinking of, because he's saying if these are the people who had caused me to doubt before, but now I want them to see that I'm sure. Right. But I think the thing is, Ben was like, I don't want you to prove it to them. I want prove you to prove it to me. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that was that was the issue. And he like ambushed him. Like if I'm, I think I'm going out with you only. Right. I don't want to be around a bunch of people. <laughs> no. You know, that yeah. I don't know. And they are very early. I mean, at this point, they're not even in a relationship yet. And so this is still very early stages. Like, I ain't trying to hang out with you and your crew just yeah, yet. Yeah, no. Know? Let me get to know you a little mm-hmm. better. Because clearly we had a disconnect. You know? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I mean, let us get to know each other. Don't I don't want to meet the friends. Mm-hmm. And Michael shouldn't do it. He did that too quickly with David, too. So, I mean, yeah. and you see how that feels without. Like, no. Stop yeah. it. No. You make that connection first. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So they go and they sit down and he's like, everybody, this is Ben. I invited him here as my date. Anybody got a problem with that? And everybody's like, you know, nobody says it. And I was like, whatever, Michael. No, but Ben felt a certain type of way about yeah, that. Yeah, he did because, again. It's childish. Yeah, again, it's, it's just it. that thing of like, they, uh, no, prove it to me. Like, I yeah. don't care what they think. Like. And so, yeah, Ben's not feeling it. So he <laughs> gets up to leave. And then Michael does my favorite thing. Yeah. Michael gets up and almost makes me cry. <laughs> he can't sing either, but he sings way better than the first dude. And he sings way better than me. Yeah. But he gets up and he sings Ben by Michael Jackson. And um, yeah, like, I mean, he killed it. <laughs> I mean, he did. That's one of my favorite songs. He did that. Yeah. He went very like rom-com right here. It was cute. But, but I liked it and it worked. Um. Because Emmett made some comment about, like, it, it takes a lot to stand on stage and, you know, declare your feelings like that. And so that's exactly what Michael did. And so he was like, whatever it takes to get Ben's attention and to get Ben to see that I'm serious is what he was willing to do. And so that was like a last-ditch effort there. And it worked. And it worked, yeah. Because then we see them going for a stroll, and they decide that they are going to give it a go. So Ben's like, okay, tomorrow night, I'm going to cook us dinner. It's going to be great. And Michael remembers that it's ZD night at the Novotny house. Uh, and he's already committed to that. And so Ben wants to reschedule. And Michael's like, oh, no, it's fine. It's totally fine. We're going to do it. Mm, he should have just rescheduled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you know, like I know. Uh, so then we see Brian sitting alone in the um, in the sanctuary. And Reverend Butterfield comes in. And Brian starts talking to him. He says, well, 
My mom recently discovered that I'm a homosexual and she thinks I'm going to hell. <laughs> and this is just uncomfortable for Reverend Butterfield. He's like, look, if you're going to tell everybody, just, just tell them, like, what's going on here? Don't be threatening yeah. me kind of thing. And I think all of this situation just cuts very deep for Brian because of the hypocrisy. And yep. the, it's like, Joan, you are drunk, <laughs> you know, yeah. showing yourself in the church. And you think you're so much better than everybody else. You can't even drive yourself here because you can't walk down the hall without bumping into stuff. Absolutely. Um, and then, like, the deceit from this the reverend. reverend yeah. mm-hmm. And so what the reverend tells him, like, I know that you're hurt and angry, but that's not at me or the church. Like, that's, that's really you your mom. That's directed at, yeah, that's your mom. And so you can target the rest of us, but really, you're upset with your mom. You're hurt but by But the her. reverend is literally just trying to um, <laughs> cover himself. Yeah. Yes. I mean, <laughs> what he said was truth. But he's trying to cover himself. That's why it's awkward for him. Yeah. Because you can't you can't preach love and truth and then live this lie. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the reverend needs to come clean. Yeah. I mean, well, and I understand where he might feel like he's in a hard spot because it's like, okay, I feel like I'm called into this type of service, but also I know that I well then it, go to the cathedral of hope. <laughs> Go to some place. Yeah, find allow- some place that allows you to be who you yeah, really are. But- exactly, because you should not be in the pants. And you shouldn't be up there <laughs> preaching to this congregation. And you are here living a lie. And and, th- and that's not what they want from you. you right, know? Like, right. If they're not okay with that, and if they found out about that, yeah. Then and like- he looks way older than Brian. Why are you still in the closet like that? You know? <laughs> I like- mean... That's just the pressure of his um profession. I get it. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, oh, I read this book, and it's a similar story. Anyway, I'll uh, may I'll try to remember to leave it in the in the the show notes. Yes. <laughs> what the book is. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I think a lot of Brian has been rejected by Jones since he was a kid, and so it's like it don't matter if I'm gay or straight. Like she don't, you know, mm-hmm. she rejects she don't me care. anyway. Yeah. yeah. But Reverend Butterfield tells him, "Well, you know, you can betray me if you have to." But I don't answer to you. So it's really like, I'm not going to be threatened or bullied by you. Do what you have to do. Right. But I don't answer to you. It's whatever. And then we see Lindsay and Brian are out with Gus doing some shopping. And Brian is talking about books of whimsical fiction. (laughs) And uh, so he looks at actual books. But then he also brings up the Bible. And this is what I was getting at earlier with Joan. I think that is why he has so much of an issue with With the Bible and with religion and things like that. Because she pushed it on him a little mm-hmm. bit too and hard. And she just, yeah, and it's like, you're going to hell. It was her first thing. It wasn't like, are you happy? Are you in a right. relationship with this guy? Like, da da you know, it was just. Or how long have you been out? How long right. have, have you known? Or or just anything. Yeah, anything, except for, like, she didn't ask not one question. <laughs> yeah. She didn't ask about the baby. Has she even seen Gus? Like, I don't think, I don't know if she knows that Gus yeah, exists, like, really, because he told Jack, but. Jack might not have told Joan because then Joan would be like, where is the baby? Mm-hmm. Who's his mom? Why don't I know? And then that would have whole, led to a whole other conversation. So she might not even know. Right. But I'm just like, she didn't, She did not ask not one question mm-hmm. at all. She just condemned. Yeah. And that's what I have an issue. I was telling you this in personal life. That's why I have an issue at sometimes too with the church. You know that, I, you know, I'm very, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to say religious. But you know, I I know I hate that word yeah. sometimes because of just the way that it's been used. Right. But yeah. you know, but what we my have heart a is. personal faith. Yes, yes, you know what my heart is. So I have issue with certain people like that. You know, it's people like that. It goes back to those twins again. 
I'm trying to tell them all the great things that I got going in life and how, how I feel blessed and all these things are coming to me and talking about the podcast and things like that. But all they can focus on is, you know, well, you're still living this type of life. Right. How are we going to get you out of this life? That is not your job to get me out of this life. No. This is my life. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? Like, what's wrong with you? I didn't ask you to get me out of anything. You mm-hmm. know, I was open enough to let you let you in on who I am, you yeah. know? And the same thing that Brian just did. Yeah. And so just people who use something that could be a very good thing, but they use it to inflict harm. Um, when I was doing uh, some my master's in psychology, one of the things that they said was like spiritual abuse is the worst kind of abuse. Yeah. And I, there's some validity can, to that. You can flip those words and make them weapons for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, the thing that a person was supposed to cling to, I mean, you can just really, you don't have to agree with that statement. That, that's just what one of my professors said. And I was like, man, that is, man. Yeah. Real deep. <laughs> Very deep. Anyway, uh, so Lindsay is telling Brian, you know, because he is wanting to just out Reverend Butterfield, I think, to get back at his mom. And he's going to, you know, sorry, Reverend, you're going to be caught up in the crossfire. You know, yeah, it would have made him feel better yeah. to know that, hey, your precious one is just right. like me. Oh, you put all your faith in yeah. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you, you're putting all your faith in him and he's no better than me. Matter of fact, I had him. Right, mm-hmm. and he's worked because he's lying to all of you. I've just not told you yeah. one person. Everybody else in Pittsburgh knows. <laughs> For real. Like, I mean, he won a whole award. Yeah. Well, uh, so everybody else knows, but she didn't know. But anyway, um, Lindsay tells him, well, why take away the one thing that she has, especially if it makes you know better than her, if you're doing it just to hurt her? And that, there is some truth to that. Yes, absolutely. You know? Because if you're going to be just like them, by using something against them to intentionally hurt them, you're no better. Uh, so over... sometimes it feels best to go low, though. I mean, sometimes you don't ain't have to nothing go satisfies high. like that low blow. Sometimes, yeah. I, know. <laughs> like, I mean, let's just be honest, you know. know. Okay, Michelle Obama, I know yeah, they're supposed they to go, go low, high, but go look. High. No. Look, you must have never felt the satisfaction of that low blow. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> a landing that low Yo, blow. Yo, landing it, okay? Ooh, nothing like it. Low like that butterfly <laughs> and stinging like a bee, okay? Ain't nothing like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway, uh, so Debbie and Vic are getting things ready for dinner, and they know that Michael is bringing a date with him. Michael says, hey, I need a plus one, apparently. And they don't know who it is, but they know that he's bringing somebody, and Debbie's all excited. What if this is a guy he's going to spend the rest of his life with? You know, they're trying to make everything perfect. And Uncle Vic says, you know, what if it's Brian that walks in the door? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she hit him with, um, you need yeah. to get your meds checked. <laughs> For real, because you're tripping tonight. Ain't no way in hell Brian is walking through that yeah. door and being the one. Uh, So Michael shows up with his plus one, and Debbie is not pleased with who he brought to dinner. No, I just thought that Debbie could have just gave a little more. I mean, you don't have to be extremely fake, but I mean... You At least be, your, keep it level, yeah, you know? You. you have a guest in your home. Her whole face changed. She let it be known. She didn't even take the flowers with any type of appreciation. Yeah. You know, like, it was just, I was disappointed in her. Yeah, because, I was very disappointed in her. I was disappointed in Michael, because again, you didn't ambush somebody else. Yeah. But we'll get into that in a minute. He keep ambushing um, Ben. Yeah, you know like, yeah, not cool. Look. I'm I'm dropping you with like a kick this time because no. you're not gonna keep putting me in situations like this. <laughs> Absolutely, I would have once I saw Debbie's face, I would have just turned around and walked out. Yeah, like clearly I'm not wanted here, mm-hmm. and you know, and clearly you should have let me, you should let me know that she didn't know. You know that nothing has changed about her attitude. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, bye. Yeah. Don't call me. Yeah, that's <laughs> don't come Michael. to my house again. Yeah. That's anyway, we'll come back. Him. 
uh, Brian finds Joan praying in the uh, in the sanctuary, and he shows up, and it's clear he's there to tell her about the Reverend. He's there to burst her little bubble, yep. <laughs> you know, let the truth rain down on her head. That's what he came there to do. And they get into this very interesting conversation, and then she says, well, I hope you've come here to ask for forgiveness. Um, and then he's like, no, that's not what I'm here yeah, for. Not, not but then she, she just goes on, and she's like, um, you know, you always thought you were better than everyone. You think nothing can touch you and all that stuff. And he's like, oh, just save it. And she says, well, you're no different than your father, which is like, that oh. That was a low blow. Yeah. Like, oh, no, that's not what he wants to hear. He doesn't want to be anything like Jack. But, but she's not taking any blame either. I can see not. why. Okay. I think what she said was, is the truth. As we can see Brian now. Like, he's, I ain't going to say that he's better than anybody, but, you know, he kind of has that high horse. He stands off yeah. for a good reason yeah. but or for I feel a valid like, reason, yes, I would say. And I feel like he had to create that um, reality sure for did. himself because of the shitty situation that he came exactly. from. Exactly. So, I mean, but she's not taking any ownership of it at yep. all. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, yes, I see what she's saying it, but damn, girl, look inside. Like, mm-hmm. do you know why your son had to do that? Mm-hmm. It's because of you two. Yeah, well, then she's like, well, Jack called me a, a, a saint. He said I was stone cold, just like one. Um, she said he never gave me a kind word in 30 years. She's like, I had to put up with his abuse. I had to let him hit me so he wouldn't hit you. He didn't even want you. And I was like, Joe, he's still the child. It, like, He's a grown man, yes, but he is the kid. You don't put this stuff on him. I, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like that was fair. She can just say, like, hey, here was my experience, but Brian shouldn't have to pay for the sins of his father. Right. You know? I don't. I don't feel like he should. And so, yeah, I'm like, I was a product of that environment, too, Joe. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry that you had to go through all that. But he, Brian went through stuff, too. And so some of those licks didn't go to Joan. They went to him. Right. And then also what she's not seeing is, yes, but the way you coped with that was by turning your back on your children yep. mm-hmm. and turning it towards this religion or towards your alcohol. Mm-hmm. And you left us to just deal with the fallout. And left us with him, too. Right, yeah. Know? But my heart kind of went out to Joan because, I mean... But hopefully that put in perspective, because I'm pretty sure as a kid, as a child, you don't really know what your parent goes through. Right, you, see you them don't as know what they super, feel. Yeah, you see them as being like superhuman, you know, mm-hmm. as superheroes, I guess. Uh, I know that's how I always saw my mom. Yeah. And now that I'm grown, I'm like, how the hell did she do that? Like, yeah. how she, how did she do this with these kids and with yeah. one job? Like, I don't know how she did it. But my heart went out to her because I had no idea that Jack was actually physically beating on her, you know? And then she had to, like, convince him not to beat the son. But my Um, heart still went out to her because, I mean, yes, she, you know, turned her back on the family, but she endured a lot, too. Yeah. And like you said, she did not divorce the man. She stayed with him until he was dead, you know, Mm to his dying day. She went 30 years with this man, and um, she was miserable. Yeah, she had, yeah, miserable. And I totally, totally get that. But I'm like, you don't get to use that to justify the way that you treat your children and you don't necessarily get to fault them for it either. Right. You know, Cause they didn't ask to be thing. here. Right. Yeah, They didn't have any say on being here at all. Uh-huh. I mean, and then, but she went on to tell him that Jack didn't even want you, you know? Yeah. I mean, she continues to hurt this man. She, do- I mean, she doesn't see it. I don't know if she's like really that blind to it or if she's just, I don't know, but she doesn't see it. Like she sees, she's just, well, you're, you're selfish and you're expert. You don't even know what I was going through. Yeah. But the things that she's saying to him, that's cutting at him. It's yeah. like she doesn't see the damage that she's still inflicting on him. And also, I don't have to see the things you're going to. You're my mother. Your job right. is to protect me. Yes, I <laughs> am the child. Yeah. Your job <laughs> yes. is to protect me. Yes, I, I am empathetic to your needs now that you have let me in. Yeah. 30 years later, Yeah, you've let me in. But um, 
at the same time, you are there to protect me. Mm-hmm. You like I, I'm not there to protect you. Yeah. It's your job to protect me. I didn't ask to be brought into this world. You decided to lay down on your back. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't know how she well, did. she got caught but, slipping yeah. with yeah, uh, that part. With, okay. with with Jack. You know, I Them mean, saucy nights, girl. Yeah, Them saucy and you know, this is just what happened. But she doesn't stop there. She says, you know, I can't depend on you any more than I can depend on him. And it's like, well, where was my money going? Yeah, <laughs> I was that part. Jacked. But anyway. we know Claire with her little badass kids ain't giving nothing. <laughs> All she got is driving your ass to church and she don't even want to do that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, but she says, but there is someone that I can can depend on. Um, and someone who's always going to be there. And then he's like, oh, let me guess, Reverend Thomas. She says, no, God. I thought she was going to say Jack Daniel or Jim Bean. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Evan Williams. Yeah. But no, she said God. And she said he will always be there for her. And I think whether or not Brian agrees with that or believes in that or not, he said, okay, she, for her, this is a refuge. This is a lifeline for her. Right. And, um... He says that uh, was his turning point. That's what made him not yeah, say anything. Yeah, and he was like, well, "This goes back to what Lindsay says. Like, I'll let her have this. This is the only yeah. thing that she has. I'll let her have yep. this thing." Because, mm-hmm. but then she, but she's not done cutting. Then she's like, well, <laughs> "You know, who can you say that about? Like, who do you have? Who can you say that about? You know?" And so he just, he just lets her, lets her have. But this. if she would have asked, he would have easily said, "Justin, yeah, I got somebody. I yep. You met him, or <laughs> Debbie." The person who really yeah, was like my mother. or, you know, the rest of his little found mm-hmm. family. Like, I have people. I have a whole family. you didn't do your job, but I yeah, found a family. Exactly. Yeah. From the moment I was 14 until I'm 30 yeah. now, I had a family. Yeah. Okay? So we go back to the Novotny household, and it is tense up in there. Debbie is not happy. No. <laughs> she, she got all dressed up in her nice little purple suit for no reason. Yeah, she no. shaved her legs for this. And, yeah. and she is not and happy. Not at all. She has not one smile, uh-uh. no, not even a smirk. She has nothing going on. Like, she is not engaged. Yeah, so she goes into the kitchen, and Michael follows her, and then she's like, yeah, he's great, but he's not good for you. And um, she feels ambushed, what we said. And she says, in my house, you still have to say, Mother, may I? What are your thoughts about that whole exchange? Hell no. I am grown. I will always respect you, which Michael... Okay, I ain't going to say Michael always respects his mom because he does. Because he does not. Don't yeah, you tell that lie. He throws little tantrums <laughs> and things like that. But they had a type of relationship. And she knows that he loves him. I mean, loves her. Yeah. But um, no. No, oh, oh, actually, not Mother, may I? I think he did owe her the courtesy of saying, hey, mom. I'm going to get back with yeah. Ben because he knew that Debbie had an issue with yeah. it. Or maybe I'm not even getting back with him. Hey, I'm trying to rekindle something with, with right. Ben. We're working on our friendship. Something. But don't just bring him over. And just you know think that everybody's got to be okay yeah, with it now. Yeah, like, because it's no. not. Even though they should be, you know that they're not. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. And I see where she's coming from. She's coming from a motherly place. We already spoke about it beforehand. We already know that at this day and age, in that time... Having that disease, it was almost like a death sentence. Yeah, you know? or there was still so much, so much stigma. stigma. There was so much yeah. worry, especially for Debbie, who yeah. has her brother that's going through exactly. this. Exactly. We get it. And she grew up, and, you know, Debbie was rocking and running through the 80s when it yeah. was like, you know, the start of it. So, yeah. I mean, she's probably lost a lot of friends and close people to her mm-hmm. from this. So she doesn't ever want Michael to go through that. So I understand where she's coming from. I think, though, she's not acting very mother-like and adult-like. And the way she's right. handling Right, she's situation. not respecting Michael like a grown man, yeah. you know. She's like, you just say, like Mother May I? Is like, yeah. yeah, he's not a child no, anymore. I'm not saying that, unfortunately. Yeah, and just like... And matter of fact, if I'm in your house, I don't mind. I got my whole apartment by myself. I would dip, okay? Yeah, <laughs> for real. 
But yeah, so I mean, both Novotnys could have had. Vic is the only one out there representing for the Novot. Well, yeah. the Gra- Grassi is that his last name? But um, he's the only one out there representing for the family because <laughs> Debbie and Michael. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, they they falling short for sure. <laughs> they, yeah, yeah. But they push on through dinner, and they're uh, Vic and and Mike, Vic and um, ben, sorry, they're ben, hitting it off. They are hitting yeah. it off, and they're having a nice conversation about memories of New York and things like that. Just you know, it's going really well. I don't know, but did you peep that um, Ben comes from money? He said he's from the Upper West Side, girl. That's Central Park <laughs> West. Okay, that's the money. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, I know. I've been there. A and few then times. Debbie cuts in, and she says, "Well, how long have you been positive?" And Michael is just like incredulous about this girl all of us yeah like, i'm like in shock i'm in disbelief like i know this lady did not say this. yeah well the answer is five years and she asks about his viral load about his t-cell count if he's been hospitalized recently yo and she needs to pump the brakes she really needs to pump the brakes and have she needs to sit down again again yeah, have another seat because no, like, the one she's in ain't restraining her well sure enough it's not like but, that is over the yeah, line yes like Debbie no ma'am and Ben is a sweetheart because girl yeah. I don't know if I could I would not have kept it together I would have said excuse me okay for one that's none of your business yeah maybe I would have answered the questions but it wouldn't have been he was very eloquent I mean I hope that I would have just got up and walked out right. and not you disrespected know, anybody's disrespected mom. anybody, but, but um, yo, she but that, that was just, and just the way she came at it. It wasn't like I really hope you've been well. No. you know we've had a hard time recently with it my was a brother. Third degree. It, yeah, it was very judgmental, very yeah. condescending. And then she just tried to present it to Michael, like, no, this is normal. You need to ex- you need to understand this. You need to know this kind of. She stuff. repeated his words back to him. Mm-hmm. The what he just told her about yo, this is reality. She repeated it back to him, and she she was childish, childish. Yeah. And then after you know she got under Ben's skin, she had a smile. And finally, the whole you know in this one in- encounter, she finally had a smile on her face. Yeah, you know she was like, "Well, I did what I needed to do, girl." That's childish as hell. Yeah. Like I mean, no. I, yeah. I, no, Debbie, you're not we, looking good out here, girl. No, good, Debbie, and you know normally I rock with you, heavy girl, and this yeah. time absolutely not. Yeah, you were. I under, like we get it. We already said a million times how we get where you're coming from. Yeah, but you just but, you're not looking good out here, girl. <laughs> I mean, that's a conversation you have with Michael. You ask Michael all those questions. Yeah, uh-huh. You don't ask him, Michael. Well, what's his viral load? Okay, okay. Well, then what is his T cell count? Has he been to the hospital, Michael? Michael has it. Michael, do you know anything yeah. about your man? Don't put me on. Don't yeah. put Ben on the spot at dinner like no, that. Like he didn't come here for that. He didn't. And all, what you could have done was you could have, you know, disres- you disrespected him for one, and then you could have made him feel a certain way towards Michael. And right. now Michael's upset and hurt and, and brokenhearted, and now uh, heartbroken. <laughs> and then um, I wouldn't talk to you. Mm-hmm. Like we'll be done, mom. Like I mean, I wouldn't say forever, but we're gonna need a pause. Yeah, we're gonna need a pause for real. <laughs> God. Yeah, you've been against some cold shoulder for at least a couple I'm, weeks. Yeah, Frio, baby, Frio. <laughs> Bilingual. Yeah, you've had a bunch of jacket on. So over at Babylon, Ted and Emmett are out, and um, you know he Emmett has brought Ted out because he's still poor Ted. Rock God, hard. Yeah. <laughs> rock hard. Okay. He's still having a Life hard time. Since everybody was singing, let me do something. No, no. no? Oh, okay. No. All right. We'll Go save on. it for the extra All extra right. features, the bonus content. Well, y'all, y'all be look out for the bonus content because I got some vocals over here <laughs> no. for y'all. Okay. Skip it, please. <laughs> do yourself Whatever a favor. You uh, <laughs> um, so <laughs> Thor comes and finds them and he wants to cash in on his rain check. 
And Ted is like, okay, cool, because I got a situation maybe you can help me deal with. That part. So they go to the back room, and Ted is so relieved to get some relief, but it's a little premature. Yeah, it was very premature. You know what? Maybe Thor had some hot breath or something. I don't know, because Big Ted... He started going down, <laughs> down, down, you know. And he was so happy. He, he was, was running, so like, telling everybody. Well, Thor has no idea what he was going through. Yeah, you know, so, so poor Thor. This is just like a shot to the yes. heart and to the pride. And, I mean, like I said, like you said, he is telling everybody in the mm-hmm. back room. Like, this man is running. He's showing everybody, I'm soft. I'm yeah. soft. He has never been so happy to be soft, soft and shrinkage. Yeah. You know? Oh, Daddy. Uh, so Michael and, v- and Ben survived dinner and, um, they go back to Ben's apartment and Michael is just re- ready and he's really committed this time. And so he's like, nope, I know what I want and I'm going to go after it. Like, he spent this whole episode going after Ben. He's like, no, I don't care. I don't care. I know what I want. I want to be with you. And so they just move Yeah, forward. and what I loved about Michael in this episode is finally... He is taking control of his life, you know? Like you said, he knew what he wanted and he went for it. He put in the work and the efforts. I mean, yeah, he went about some of the things yeah, a little wrong. Yeah, perfect. But yeah, because that's Michael we're dealing with. It ain't going to be perfect. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, I mean, he finally did something that he stood up for himself for once. So, I have to commend him for that, for sure. Yeah, and so, even, like, right when they're getting ready to... Get it going. Uh, Ben's like, hey, I want you to be sure about this. And Michael is like, absolutely, I am. And uh, just a, a side note. So in this scene, we see them and they are they are laying face to face. And for Michael, I think it's very important. I told you a little bit about the stuff with the actor who played Dr. David. And he yeah. was never really comfortable with that. Uh-huh. And so we didn't see a lot of that. But I think... Even though he had his own issues as an actor, um, I think for Ben's character and the way that he sees Michael is very appropriate for mm-hmm. their first time to be that way, mm-hmm. where he's like truly looking at him in his face, truly seeing Michael, letting Michael see him. Yeah. Side yeah. Note. And also, it wasn't just a, a smash. It was something more intimate. It was a connection. Yeah. And I think that's why Ben eyes. was like, yeah. I want you to be sure, because I don't want this to be a, just like a this happens tonight and yeah. then we go our separate ways. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. I mean, and he, he took his time with it. It was it was very passionate. I mean, we, we didn't get deep into it. You Have you noticed they only show like the really deep sex scenes with Brian and Justin? Yeah. Like those <laughs> last for forever. And I, I'm here for it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, thank you writers. Yeah. I am not knocking it at all. But, <laughs> like, you know, more please. Yeah, no, for real. But when we get to someone, um, the other characters of the show, it's always very short. Mm-hmm. You know? But anyway, maybe just, they just don't know how to bring it like Brian and Justin, you know. Oh. Okay. Maybe we'll get to see more Ben over here, you know, doing that, that backstroke or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so back at Babylon, um, Brian and Justin are out, and Justin's on the dance floor. Brian goes over to get them drinks, and Reverend Tom shows up to buy Brian's drinks. And I feel like Why there's a good... Why is he in the club? What, listen, he, okay, he's not on duty today. It's, <laughs> it's a Saturday night. Yeah, probably. And I he's going to work tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> but what until they say? then, I feel like there's got to be... It's just... It's too late for me to think of it, but there's got to be some kind of good joke about a clergyman walks into a bar. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> no, there is. And, and he's drinking. I was like, that better have been damn Coke. <laughs> that was blessed wine. It wasn't blessed wine. It was baby. blessed wine, yeah. yeah. Jesus <laughs> uh, came right in Babylon and blessed that. Yeah, but 
uh, Reverend Butterfield tells him that Joan um, told uh, told him that Brian came to the church, came to her, and he thanks Brian for not saying anything. And Brian says, well, I didn't do it for you. And Reverend Butterfield tells him, you know, you're a good son, because the unspoken thing is Brian did it for Joan, to let Joan have something. He's like, okay, fine, I acknowledge that you had a hard go at life, too. And so I'm like, you have this thing. Yeah, so he tells him, you know, you're a good son. And uh, Brian's like, yeah, well, then I'm going to hell. And uh, he he gets his drinks that Reverend Butterfield pays for. And then he goes over to join Justin. And I think, you know, Reverend Butterfield follows him because the question has been, okay, well, Brian, this is what she has. This is what is good in her life. This is the thing that's there for her. Like, what do you have? You yeah. know? Um, and I think what Reverend Butterfield sees when he looks over is like, oh, this is what he has because what he met of Brian was Brian in the back room and true he was there with Justin but still right, like, but he didn't know you don't know yeah, that know. situation yeah. but it's like oh okay this is something different and I think and Justin looked so happy yeah and they looked like, happy yeah, together yeah, exactly yeah. it wasn't like a trick situation you could clearly tell mm-hmm. that they have you know some type of relationship or chemistry going on that was more than just sex yeah I mean just the, the him giving him the drink I mean mm-hmm. the way they were drinking it together mm-hmm. the look that Justin was giving yeah he like rubs Brian's throat yeah. rubs the burn yeah. down you know like, yeah, it, yeah. It, was, it was cool and also I mean so I felt in a way that Reverend also was happy but a little jealous as well because Brian is literally living his truth and also I just want to clarify I don't care about um, Reverend being in the club you know I mean he, yeah yeah no, he well, has to joke, yeah he yeah. has to be himself you yeah. know like he has to be himself, whatever case. I wish that he would find a better church that would allow him to be himself, yeah. you know. But um, I think that he wishes that that could be him. Yeah, but you know? I think that he's happy that somebody gets to have right. it. You know, mm-hmm. he's like, if I have to live mine in, in in these secret spaces, in these stolen hours, I'm glad to see that Brian gets to li- And not that he just gets to go be at the bass all the time, but I'm glad that he has something and someone that is important and meaningful Absolutely. to him. And so I think that's why he kind of looks up and he has that smile where it's like, okay, even if it's not, even if I can't have it, I'm glad that somebody True. else can have it. Because, you know, and like you said, and also, although he is living a lie, he is still reaching out and helping people. Yeah. Joan, he's Joan saving grace. You yeah, know? he is. Well, yeah. he even told Brian, like, I don't preach that message of hate. No, I, preach I preach love. love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's her saving grace. And like he said, like, I do know uh, a lot about your mom. I spend a lot of time with yeah. her. You know, like, she comes to me. Yeah. And we talk. I get to know her. I ask questions. I mean, she probably could have easily committed suicide. She's alone. She's lonely. Mm-hmm. She's alone. She doesn't have any friends. She doesn't see the kids, really. Well, they and she really seems like a very just angry, kind of miserable person right, anyway. Right. So, yeah. And then she could, I feel like she could easily be like, you know, oh, whoa, it's me. Let me go ahead and just do this, you know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like now the new reverend, because he's new on the scene. So the new reverend has got her together a little bit, you know. Yeah. Gave her some type of, you know, hope yeah. that there's more to come. But yeah, so I like that it um, that it kind of ends that way. So yeah, a, a fun and interesting episode. And it's a lot to discover yeah. uh, and, and dig into with, with Brian and his family. And um, yeah. But you know, I always love I always love those um episodes that is um heavy on a Brian um backstory. Yeah, you know, like, I love a good backstory. Yeah, yeah, I love I love catching up on those. Well, things. and because so much of this, in I was gonna save it to say it later, and maybe I'll just y'all just have to hear it ten times because I'll just repeat it <laughs> several times uh, over the next couple episodes. But I think there are people who look at Brian. They're like, I love how he just tells it like it's like it is, and he da da da. But people don't realize. 
a lot of this stuff with Brian is protective armor. And this yeah. is what he had to become in mm-hmm. order to survive what he has gone through. This is the only way he can deal with or avoid dealing with what he's gone through. And so a lot of the things that people credit him on is really like, I don't know how much we want to celebrate and glamorize that because this is from this is from a, a place of hurt or brokenness or whatever that right. makes him be like this. And so True. but anyway, I love yeah, his backstory and just finding out things that um that add depth and add layers to who he is. You just said something that kinda hit so home to me. Because you remember when I was younger, we moved away. Yeah. And then we moved away and I was gone for like those two, three years. And within those years, you know, I discovered that, you know, I was gay or whatever the case. And then my mom found out and I ended up having to come back home yeah. um, to our hometown or whatever the case. I, so I, I came back home. When I came back home, I had like this different vibe on me. I created this whole story to protect myself. And I wasn't a nice person. I was nice to you and everybody, you know, most the majority of people. And that, our handful. Yeah, yeah, a handful of people that we grew up with, close with, you know, we saw every single day. But all the rest of the student body. I was an ass, you know, like I was, I was not nice, but I felt like that's what I needed to be. I needed to be protected. You know, I needed to guard myself. And then as I got, once, once I finally came out when I was 20, once I finally came out, I went on like this campaign of like apologizing because Mm -hmm. I was able to let that go. You know what I'm saying? I was able to let that guard down, let it go and move on. And I wanted to like step into who I really was, you know? Mm -hmm. And I hope that Brian can actually find it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love, I love oh, his absolutely. confidence. I love yeah. all that about and some him. Some of it like just is his personality. Right. But yeah, yeah. I don't want to take away from the fact that some of this is born out of a very bad and dark yeah, and hurtful absolutely. place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so my heart definitely goes out to Brian. It goes out to Brian in that aspect for you know, I, I have that love hate relationship with him. <laughs> but this season I'm rocking with him heavy though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Until I saw him in that loft a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. Like, cheating with, with little um eggplant, <laughs> zucchini, or whatever the fruit vegetable guy yeah, was. Zucchini man. Yeah, yeah. zucchini man. Uh-uh. That ooh, that <laughs> ran me hot. Yeah. But anyway, guys, we hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Uh we always love, love, love bringing y'all something new, hot and spicy. And if you have any comments, you guys know how to reach us. You know, um, hit us up on our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter as well. You can email us also. Um, just get interactive with us. and um, Please do. Yeah, absolutely. And until next time, guys, we are out of here. Bye. Bye.